Hello and welcome to Bellhaven Podcast. I'm your host, Brent Weber. On today's episode, we'll be listening to PSY 352, Social Psychology with Professor Nathan Smith. I hope you listen and enjoy. So continuing that discussion of is prejudice inevitable? So we have these unconscious prejudice stereotypes and they are not irreversible. Why did we use a double negative there? I don't know. They are reversible to some extent, right? If you do the cognitive work, if you seek out others different than you, and you talk to them, and you talk to their families, and you learn about their lives, and you live with them, and you break bread with them, you have them in your homes, you go to their homes, these unconscious prejudices can be broken down. Not entirely, and not for everyone necessarily, but it can be done. So, um, so this is uh, this is good news, and this is something to uh, to think about and to uh, want to to desire to work towards. People do not necessarily support their unconscious prejudice, and no supporting acting consistently uh, with those stereotypes. So that, that is to say, the, you have these stereotypes, you, individual, I'm talking to you, you have these stereotypes, as do I, as does everybody. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's supporting uh, your unconscious prejudice. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're acting uh, in line with those stereotypes. Hopefully, um, you're, you're not. Um, hopefully, you're thinking and taking time to um, understand what your negative stereotypes are, your intrinsic prejudices, and then think about how to avoid them. Um, I recommend the book uh, Thinking Fast and Slow, uh, which I think I've recommended before by Daniel Kahneman, and uh, that kind of gets into these thinking fast, which gets us, is very efficient and saves us time, but also gets us in trouble versus thinking slow, which is maybe more deliberate, um, more plodding a little bit, you know, more, um, uh, takes more time and effort, but then can help us avoid uh, various uh, pitfalls. So, uh, moving on, some negative stereotypes may be correct. Uh, for an example, there might be more African-American males involved in violent crimes. And so, um, and refusing to acknowledge them may deter corrective social action. So, that is to say, uh, if you have this finding that there are more African males involved in violent crimes, uh, you do want to start with, um, I mean, as for me in social psych, you always want to start with uh, what, are, what are the societal situations, what is this, how does this mean for uh, police work and for prison work and the justice system, and there are all of these uh, realities that might be uh, at the at the background and involved and tied up with this finding, but the, then ultimately, uh, if you want to reduce you want to reduce the um, the amount of violent crimes uh, that are perpetrated by and towards African American males, you have to um, be able to accept something as true. Uh, while also understanding that it is a stereotype, right? So both things, uh, both things can be true in their own way. So you can say, hey, there's this problem of, of violence amongst African-American males amongst others, 
this sort of broad-ranging violence, but I'll also say there's also a stereotype that exists about African-American males and violence, and this stereotype has these effects on uh, the individuals themselves and uh, people who interact with them, etc., etc. So you, you can have uh, you can have multiple things all be true, and you need to be able to have many things uh, be true and hold them all in your mind at the same time um, if you want to interact meaningfully with both the problem of violence broadly and the problem of uh, stereotyping and prejudice broadly. Uh, right. So then racial reconcili reconciliation. Is there hope? There is hope, my friends. A lot of preaching in this lecture uh, today, a lot of preaching, more so than usual. Um, a CFR view suggests, yes, the capacity to love dissimilar others exists in the light of God's plan for us. And that's an important one, too. Uh, so I'll read it again. A CFR view suggests, yes, the capacity to love dissimilar others exists in the light of God's plan for us. And that's... Um, another place where the CFR view is beneficial uh, because it has it provides hope and um, provides something that uh, a place for action and a place for uh, confidence that good will come from the action. So negative stereotypes might be overlearned um, from the media uh, etc. They certainly are. Uh, I guarantee you that that is true, that negative stereotypes of all kinds are pushed by the media, uh, all types of media. But they could also conceivably be unlearned with more appropriate images. Uh, and this is something um, uh, something you might, you might see in... Uh, so you think about media portrayals of African Americans through time, uh, you know, you can go back and find all kinds of negative stereotypes, negative portrayals of African Americans were pretty much the only thing that you could find, uh, you know, in the beginning film, uh, the beginning of film and movies and television. And there are still lots of negative uh, stereotypes and prejudicial stereotypes that are in modern media, but uh, there are also positive um, images, uh, positive stereotypes. Um, positive characters that you can find in modern media. So we've gone from almost entirely negative to still a lot of negative and also some positive. So that's progress. And maybe we, in the future, you would have even more positive and less negative and less prejudicial uh, roles. And that would be beneficial for everybody's uh, social learning because media is strong in social learning. And then uh, there's also the contact hypothesis which is increased substantive interactions with dissimilar others can lead to increased liking. And this is something I talked about earlier. Uh, as your personal, uh, the contact hypothesis, I think, is it provides very strong, um, there's strong evidence for it, and it's something that the church can do. Um, because folks in the church uh, should understand that the people around them are brothers and sisters in Christ and should be able to be in contact with them even if they are dissimilar in race or class or ethnicity or socioeconomic status, etc. And this, this can cause contact. This is one way 
that the church can be a positive force for good in the community is just by providing a place uh, for people to contact uh, each other. Just that by itself is a positive force in the community. So, uh, racial reconciliation, some suggestions. So these are, are really Sabate's suggestions uh, with a little bit of my uh, in, uh, input in the, in, the, uh, in the speaking part. So you want to always acknowledge one's potential to be a racist. Everybody should understand that they have some negative stereotypes uh, in them. It doesn't matter uh, what your race or ethnicity or class or gender, etc. is, you still have all of these uh, intrinsic uh, attitudes and beliefs that society uh, puts within you, um, no matter who you are. So consider how some negative stereotypes may be true and consider social action. Um, again, you want to be able to hold these multiple concepts in your mind. Something can be a stereotype and can have aspects of truth in it. Even if a stereotype is true, be careful not to describe it to all members of that group. So important, something we've talked about over and over again. Just because something is true in general does not ever mean it is true of every individual of any particular group. It goes for um, poor people, it goes for African Americans, it goes for homosexuals, it goes for anybody in any group that you may uh, have any interaction with. Uh, just because something's true about one does not mean it's true about everyone you would meet. Uh, so, consider reconciliation in the light of God's reconciling work in us. This is where the CFR approach is very helpful. Creation, fall, redemption. Um, that redemption piece uh, is very instructive. Intentionally befriend similar others, but also note that contact does not necessarily invoke liking. You have to, uh, it takes work. Contact uh, plus work um, can invoke liking most of the time. And if you go into a new contact with a positive attitude, uh, my suggestion is the vast majority of the time the liking will occur. Uh, if everybody is coming in with the right attitude in the right circumstances, um, you're going to get liking 95% of the time. Um, so don't be afraid. Uh, don't be afraid of that, but also don't be afraid to be tough on yourself in your self-criticism. Am I coming into this interaction with the right attitude? And of course, consider negative media messages, negative messages from others, etc., etc. There's such a bombardment of negativity um, when it comes to race and class and gender and ethnicity, etc., that you always want to keep that in mind. Um, as you think about racial reconciliation. And finally, of course, you've already done your detailed reading. You're going to complete your writing assignments, answer your questions, take the quiz, and we'll leave you with a few references. Alt, uh, Altmeyer and Hunsberg, uh, Leith Finkel, etc., um, Ortman and Guarneri, etc. So, uh, thank you very much for your attention. Um, good luck on the chapters.